Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today, we have a good one. A very, very, very good one. So this is going to be part five of the greatest upsets of all time in playoff history. We're doing this series for obvious reasons. I'm sure you want to be right. I'm sure you understand. I want to understand why upsets happen. Why does the lower seed lose? You want to know these things so that you can make bigger picks yourself. So you can... Talk to your friends about basketball and be like, I got that right. Because now we have, I mean, we're obviously a basketball podcast, but we have credit forever now because we got the Atlanta Hawks right, beating the Philadelphia 76ers last year. And Chris said before the playoffs started that if the Suns got past the Lakers, they were going to go to the NBA Finals. So we've gotten a lot of things right in this podcast. Um it's, it's a matchup game, and this is a fun series. You look back at the greatest matchup uh, upsets of all time, and we got one that hits home for me today. This is, this, is, this is a big one. 2016 NBA Finals. The Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Golden State Warriors. Oh, my goodness. As a Cleveland Cavaliers fan... Just talking about it brings back memories, man. Uh, when when Kyrie Irving hit that shot, I literally jumped over a couch and like ran around the play, the house and was losing my mind. Legitimately, Kyrie Irving hit that shot. It was insane. They eventually win the NBA Finals. It just seems surreal. LeBron James, Cleveland, this is for you. Oh, my goodness. It gives me chills. Um, some people have never seen that NBA Finals. It's the greatest NBA Finals I've ever watched. Um, so it's it's got to be up there all time. Um, so let's talk about why this was an upset. This was a seventy three and nine Golden State Warriors. This team just set the regular season record for most wins ever by an NBA team in a season. Now this is pre Kevin Durant, but we did some research and we found that twenty six. People chose the Warriors to win. The like ESPN stuff like that before the series started chose the Warriors, and seven chose the Cavs. So seventy four percent of people thought the Warriors were going to win that series, and it was it was a great series. And uh, so basically, when we're talking about this, we got to talk about the roster of the Golden State Warriors, just so you can bring back, bring you back in time get a better feel for who was playing on that roster at that point in time. 
And we got we obviously got to start start with Steph Curry. Steph Curry was amazing. Um, he he was on this team. He was a big part of the reason why this team was so amazing. Um, you know, you have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Anderson Verzao, Harrison Barnes, Sean Livingston, Leonardo Barbosa, Andrew Bogut, Andrew Andre Iguodala. Um, you know, they were just coming off of a championship in 2015, which was the year before. I think people really have to make sure we always remember, yes, they had a good starting lineup, but that bench unit was elite. You know, Sean Livingston was really tough off the bench. Leonardo Barbosa was really tough off the bench. They really, Andre Godala, it was just a really good deep team that Steve Kerr used everybody really, really well. Um, they also had a lot of wing depth to throw to LeBron James. You got Andre Godala, you got Draymond Green. You can throw Clay on him. You can throw Harrison Barnes on him. Like they had a lot of guys who could guard the wing. Um, and so, you know, this team's extremely, the reason why the Warriors are extremely tough team to beat in a seven game series is because of Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Their ability to heat up and win games in the series makes them extremely tough to beat. Um, Basically, going into the NBA to an NBA playoff series against the Warriors, you know you're going to lose one game to Steph. No, two games to Steph because he's probably going to drop two 40-point games, and then you're going to lose one game to Clay because he's probably going to drop a 40-point game. So can you win the other four? That's the question. And, um, you know, you have to, you have to really uh, understand that they were coming off of an amazing Western Conference comeback. They were down. 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And uh, Clay Thompson lost his mind in that NBA um, NBA Western Conference Finals. And uh, it, it was, it, it, they, you had, like, let's say the San Antonio Spurs that year with Kawhi Leonard and LaMarcus Aldridge, and I think Tim Duncan might have still been on the team. But even with that team, when you have, like, they the Spurs have always been a consistent level of scoring. They have a certain level that they can hit very consistently every game. So that's why they can be a tough matchup for the Warriors. And if you slow down the pace, you can be a tough match for, for the Warriors. But if you do not have the ability to have the high output, then you're still not going to beat them. If you do not have the great uh, perimeter scorers, the great individual scorers to push them, you're not going to be able to beat them. So it's gonna it's hard for a team to mix efficiency of this is what we're going to get every night. We're very consistent at getting these points. We have consistent players. Everybody knows the roles. And a mix of that with great high upside guys who could drop 40 in a game. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a tough match. It's a tough to find a team that has all of those things. And um, you have to under, understand, too, that the Warriors have always been a phenomenal defense. Draymond Green is one of the greatest defensive players of the past decade. He, he might be in the conversation for the best. Um, great schemes, great athletes. Andre Godalo is really great. Um, Clay Thompson is a great defender. So this team also defended at an extremely high level. So you couldn't just have above average to good scorers and attend to beat them. Um you had to have greatness at scoring. Uh, so that that's that's one of the reasons why they were so tough. Uh, and switchability. Like, you had to switch. Like, if Steph Curry has a center on the floor, let's say Marcus Saul, 
he's going to get the switch on Marcus Cole and he's going to expose him. And it's going to go on a house of highlights or TikTok or going to go viral. Because Steve Kerr is not going to let a single player that can't switch stay on the floor without getting into actions that they're going to attack them. Right? So you had to have a center that could rotate, that could switch. Um, so that's another way that you had to be built as a team to beat a team like this. And it, it's just rare to find a team that's able to um, check off all of these uh, boxes that that's required to beat a team like this. Um, because the, the amazing defense, you needing extremely elite scores, efficient level of scoring mixed with, you know, the the greatness of the individual games where the Clay Thompson gets hot, Steph Curry gets hot. So, you know, the Cleveland Cavaliers that year had Tristan Thompson, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Jared Smith, Amon Shumpert, Matthew Delvadova, Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry, Kevin Love. Main guys that are playing uh on that team. So offensively you had have the most efficient scorer of the past decade at the paint is LeBron James. LeBron James is a ridiculously efficient, uh, consistent level of scoring. Um, you, you could make the argument that he's one of the greatest, most efficient players of basketball ever, and you had to respect it because of his passing ability. He's going to slice and dice your defense, with, and they have shooters on that team. J.R. Smith could get hot for one game, and they just they had enough to make a defense worry. And then, you know, when then we have to talk about the offensive nuclear weapon, which is known as Kyrie Irving. He is one of the most skilled players I've ever seen in my life and maybe even the most skilled guard ever, um, especially when you take out the passing ability because he's not that great of a passer. But he is a dynamo scoring the basketball. Legitimately amazing offensive nuclear weapon. You know, Kevin Love can get hot from the three-point line as well. And um, you, you got to talk about Tristan Thompson too. Switchable big, six foot nine, athletic, rebounds at a high level. So you're not giving up anything rebounding wise that you would assume with a guy that's six foot nine because he was a great rebounder. And you're having a switchable defender. So on Steph. Um, so, you know, you have those guys together and you have J.R. Smith and Iman Shumpert that kind of chase those guys around, Matthew Vodova. You know, to do their roles of being good defenders on those guards. Um, and so it was, you had to deal with the Golden State Warriors as a team. And that, you know, that was another reason why they made them so tough. And, you know, that's why they always had uh, problems with a team like Kevin Durant, was because they, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook were great individual scorers, especially Kevin Durant. So even though they have great defenders for the Golden State Warriors, that offensive brilliance, it doesn't matter who you throw on Kevin Durant, he's going to dominate, right? So when you have players like that, you can compete. Um, And you can just show that they were just uniquely built to beat the Golden State Warriors. I mean, you had LeBron James efficient. Like we talked about, you need to be efficient at scoring basketball and you need to also have the ability to have high potential games of output, which is Kyrie Irving and LeBron James. 
And so you mix that together with a, a center that can switch and two guard defenders. You have a recipe to beat a higher ranked team in the greatest NBA finals comeback of all time. And we have some stats to show you game by game what happened and the big players in those games and to show you like in the games where Steph and Clay were very average, they usually lost. Um, so you got game one, the uh, Golden State Warriors won game one and uh, in no Sean Livingston. Uh, Sean Livingston dropped 20 points in game one. Uh, you know, the Cavs are never going to win a game when Sean Livingston drops 20. I'm pretty sure everybody else for the Cleveland Cavaliers had a bad game. Game two, Draymond Green drops 28. You know, when you have abnormal performances like that, uh, the Warriors are going to be really tough to beat. So then we get to game three, which the, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers won, and you have Kyrie dropping 30. You have J.R. Smith, we talked about before, great shot creator, guy who can get hot. And the game drops 20. LeBron James drops 32. So between those three guys, you have 82 points. So they win game three. And then we start going into game four. And Steph Curry has a game where nobody's going to win, where he drops 38 points. Nobody's beating them when they drop 30, when he's dropping 38. And Clay's dropping 25. Um, that game, Kyrie had 34. LeBron had 25. Um, and then the, the comeback starts. And um, game five was LeBron dropping 35, 41, Kyrie dropping 41, and Clay Thompson dropping 37, Steph Curry dropping 25. This, this is the kind of game that if it wasn't against the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Golden State Warriors would have sent any other team in the NBA that year home. Clay Thompson dropped 37. We talked about it before. Clay Thompson's going to have one game where he drops 40. This was his borderline 40 game. This would have been winning against any team that didn't have high offensive potential, high offensive output at their highest ability, which is Kyrie and LeBron. They dropped 82 together. It, it took a team with great... You, you, you could If they're playing against the Oklahoma City Warriors, not Oklahoma City Warriors, geez, Oklahoma City Thunder, you know, KD might drop 40 in this big game, but Russ will probably drop like 22. Let's call it that. You know, then the, the Warriors win. So, you know, uh, uh, it's just that was a big game for the, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And then game six, we're talking, you know, Steph has 30, Clay has 25. And that's pretty good numbers. LeBron has 41, Kyrie has 23. And the big, very underappreciated, Trister Thompson has a big game, 15 points and 16 rebounds. Again, he can really rebound and control the basketball. That's got to be noted for game six. And J.R. Smith has 14. So, you know, and then we get to game seven, which is notorious for <laughs> Draymond Green losing his mind. Uh, he drops 32. You know, uh, Steph and Clay, though, Steph has 17, Clay has 14. So they had really slow games. And LeBron has 27 and Kyrie has 26. I mean, that was a weird game with a weird game flow. Um, it was very low scoring. And uh, honestly, that game seven, most games the Cleveland Cavaliers would have lost this series. It's just Steph and Clay had abnormally low scoring nights with 17 and 14. Uh, but 
I mean, every every ounce of potential defensively that a team could have is what the Cavs were playing at that day. It was 115%. I mean, you remember Kevin Love at the end of the game guarding Steph? He's, he, I, 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 that's the best defensive possession you could ever find of Kevin Love in his whole career. Um, so, it, 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 you know, that's just the way it unfolded in that game. It, it was a game that the Warriors probably should have won. Um, they just, Stephen Clay didn't really have the right numbers, but you know, this, the things that we learned about the statistics from the Cavs is they were just equipped for these high scoring battles. Um, and they had that consistency from LeBron, but that Kyrie Irving was just so high scoring. Um, it is just, it was a really impressive series and, you know, Steph and Clay were a great combination, but, it was really tough for a team playing against LeBron James and the efficiency of him throughout the series to, you know, for them to win. And I mean, if it wasn't for Draymond Green in game seven, the Warriors would have gotten blown out by 20 though. Seriously. That was like, I, I don't know what happened in that game for them, the Warriors mentally, but it was just their off night. And, um, it, it, you know, another people thing that people are going to talk about is Draymond Green not playing Game Six. But they still won Game Five when Clay dropped twenty seven. I mean, the twenty seven thirty seven. So you got to factor in, you know, Game Seven. They had they lost that game. You know, the the Cavs didn't play gr- good enough to just win dominantly. The Warriors more so lost it than the Cavs won it. Um, but you know, when you're playing against a team like that and you have that low. The floor that the Warriors can sometimes hit scoring-wise, a guy like LeBron James, who's so consistent, is going to beat you. And uh, they just had the right team to beat the greatest regular season team record-wise of all time. And they did a phenomenal job of guarding Steph. And, you know, again, this is about matchups. The NBA is about matchups. They had two good guard defenders that they could throw at Clay and Steph while not tiring Kyrie. Now, Kyrie probably chased them around some, yes, but they had some people to take off the load a little bit. You know what I mean? And it's just, yeah, it was, it was a great series. Um, but it was a mat. It's about matchups. And that's what the series is about. The series is about matchups. We're showing you why matchups matter so much. And the team that won the most amount of games in the NBA season got a bad matchup in the NBA Finals. All right, so that's going to be it for this part of this series, um, for part five. So basically, next we got part six, which is the San Antonio Spurs beating the Miami Heat 2014, the year after they lost the NBA Finals. We're going to be breaking that down. Really interesting finals. Um, it's it's another tough matchup, and uh, that's what we're going to be talking about. Tough matchups, greatest upsets of NBA history in the playoffs. Breaking it all down for you guys. So yeah, you can keep on hearing, getting the series. I mean, we're literally at five out of fourteen matchups that we have right now. So you guys can listen to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere where you download podcasts. Giving us a five star definitely greatly appreciated. Um, I think we're five stars on all platforms as of right now, and uh, we're on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, basically wherever you consume basketball content, you can find us there. So. I'm Jason Collins, and we are the Basketball Addicts. Peace out.